0: And welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Uh, Warm morning, 43 degrees right now. And we have a uh, wind advisory for today, 10 a.m. until uh, 7 p.m., gusts of 45 miles an hour expected. And then we have a winter storm watch, in effect, starting on Thursday morning through late Thursday night. And we could get anywhere from five to eight inches of snow tomorrow. Hard to believe it's going to be near 50 today. I was thinking that these are, you know, we talk
1: about the dog days of summer. These are the dog days of winter where everyone is Mm -hmm. just, we've had enough. We had our Christmas, we had our snow, we've had our uh, blizzard, we've had our ice storm. We're sick of it. We're done. We're done. And I know you know, a lot of people travel in uh, in the month of February and I'm getting ready to travel myself and it could
0: not come soon enough (laughs) because my skin hurts from the cold. The uh, weather is also going to cause some potential flooding. Uh, so we could see strong winds, uh, heavy snow, ice, and then flooding. Yeah, look in your, in your backyard. Uh, it's probably a
1: sheet of ice or blocks mm-hmm. of ice yeah. from the, uh, the drastic temperature changes we've had. Um, I still have a, a lot of ice in my driveway, which you know. um, is very embarrassing to, to myself and my family. Well, I
0: I know, I happen to know that you witnessed someone fall on the ice yesterday and you actually laughed.
1: Well, I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did. I I laughed. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Um, It was
1: someone I knew that fell, so Uh, that made it easier to laugh. Uh, I would never laugh at someone that I didn't know falling. No, that would just be inappropriate.
0: But he's okay. He is. He
1: is. So, Uh, you had a trip recently. I did. You did. Yeah. And, uh... Begrudgingly you brought back some footage. Should
0: we take a look? <laughs> Do you want to see it? I want to see it. All right My trip to Key West Hey, We're on our way to Key West,
2: Florida on this beautiful, luxurious cruise ship And it's a beautiful day, lots of sunshine And we are way entertainment, delicious snacks, the latest in modern safety equipment and instructions, plus season bags, no internet, great snacks, wonderful entertainment, and luxurious sleeping accommodations. We're having a blast. On our way to here we come plenty of fun activities and entertainment including fishing served up at the snack station by the talented and venerable chef pierre of the
1: Now that may seem weird to anyone who have, has just watched that but you literally do that on every vacation you go on it's very annoying. Yes. I'm glad I wasn't there. Um, people had to see you doing that.
0: I don't know. Did we, they serve uh <laughs> drugs on that uh bus? That no, you they were had on? a bar. But um it was a wonderful time. We were in Naples and then we took this boat and it was an excursion boat to Key West <laughs> and it was just a, we had a blast with some uh, some great friends. And the boat, we, it was a four-hour boat ride. So you had to kill some time. So I had to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Good, well, I'm glad you had fun. And no, everybody and, uh, had fun. It was really a, a great adventure, and yeah. Good, well, welcome back. Mm-hmm. That Thank was uh, entertaining. Thanks.
1: Very entertaining. Um, I was watching the news last night, and mm-hmm. I thought you would find this pretty interesting. So the Biden administration is fighting the block of the release of the log book from January 6th. I'm anxious to see who's on that logbook from January 6th. What if your name was on that and you just happened to be visiting and you got wrapped up in that? I wonder if Mike Shirky was on it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're, I don't know. I would like to see. I think it'll be funny. I think there'll be some celebrities.
0: <laughs> remember a couple of years ago, um, President Trump was complaining about the low, low flow toilets that you had to flush three or four times. That would be a problem. I would have that. I would. Yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot of people agree you had to flush three or four times but it turns out he was, he was flushing um, White House documents down the toilets. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. And so he had to flush three or four times to get those, uh, those documents down the toilet. I have wait, White House documents <laughs> yeah. right here.
1: Here's a White House document right here. Um, More political news, Jewel Jones, who's a, uh, we love to bring him up on the show, and Noah Mm. always has a photo of Jewel (laughs) Jones at the fingertip. So he is going to plead guilty, you know, he's had a few brushes with the law, but one thing I found interesting about this is, he's going back to a deal he got from the prosecutor's office uh, 10 months ago, and it's a deal under the Youth Sentencing Program the Holmes Youthful Training Act, which I'm sure you've heard of. It's for teenagers. Well, it just seems unfit for the situation as, um, you know, Jewel's 26. Yeah. And he's a third-term lawmaker, and it's not his first, pr- first brush with the law. So I, I just found that a little comical, you know. Yeah. But, hey. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. Think about that.
0: Well, it's uh, probably not the same treatment that the average uh Detroit citizen would have received. Yeah, yeah I don't I I think you're right.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. So we'll mm-hmm. see. So
0: um
1: but you know, he's still young, so I can see him becoming down Ma- the line. Mayor. Mayor. Well yeah, you know, for sure, you know, yeah. he's gonna stay in the, the political arena in Detroit and the I think he's Inkster. Inkster, Inkster yeah. Yeah, but
0: To be mayor of Inkster.
1: Yeah. So I do think that uh, we won't. Uh, we'll still be hearing from Jewel Jones um, in politics in the future for a long, long time.
0: Uh, some things in Lansing yesterday. Sure. Uh, the Republicans uh, in the Michigan Senate passed a two and a half billion dollar tax cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the corporate income tax rate would drop from six percent to three point nine percent. And the uh, income tax rate, individual income tax rate for you and me and everyone else would drop from 4.25% to 3.9%. It's gotta go to the house and then the governor has to approve of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg is being urged to immediately change the laws so that crash test dummies are uh, female as well as male. Did you know? I guess you don't think about that, but the crash test dummies are uh, male. Really? Yeah. And uh, critics of the current testing system say that crash test dummies, being based on male body shapes and mass, don't take into account that uh, women have different body mass and skeletal stru- uh, structure. How is this
1: just coming, coming on board now? I don't know. It's like, where have these? Is going on? Uh, you said crash test dummies. It reminded me of one of Bran- Brandon. you had used a used to a, love that group. You used to love that group. The CD. The crash yeah, exactly. test dummies. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe they had a song on the soundtrack from Dumb and Dumber as well. <laughs> so that's interesting. I'm surprised that this is like, just happening that's now. I that's the
0: thing. Here's a similar story. Well, it's not really a similar story, but the picture's similar. <laughs> uh, in Washington state, uh, police uh, arrested someone who was using the high occupancy vehicle lanes oh, yeah. with a plastic skeleton wearing a hoodie. I, I do that, you know, so, I do that when I travel yes. through Virginia. HOV lanes must
1: be alive you must be alive i still don't understand the high occupancy vehicle lanes i still don't understand it
0: no
1: and and why is the speed limit always it's okay to be 20 miles an hour over the speed limit in the hov lane
0: did you know that i didn't know that they're never open well they're never open yeah i don't know it's it's weird on uh 23 north of Ann Arbor. It's open once in a while. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, you see, you're not traveling there, you know, during rush hour. Why isn't
0: it open all the time? Because because then it would spoil. (laughs) It's like, it's just sitting there. It's just pavement. It's not like... Because if you open
1: it up all the time, people are not going to appreciate it when it's open only part of the time. In hockey news, a rough, rough go of it for... Team USA, they fell to Slovakia. That's embarrassing. Slovakia scored a goal uh, to tie the game late to send the game into a shootout, and then there was only one goal in the shootout. USA was 0 for 5. Slovakia Mm. had one goal, and that will be the third straight Olympics that Team USA does not medal. I don't like the shootout. You don't? No. I love it. I love the shootout. It's tough though. It's tough. If you don't want to get to the shootout, don't allow the goal with one minute left. And Anything you,
0: sudden death in sports. I just don't like it. You that's know.
1: what makes sports great, right? Yeah. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Mm-hmm. Sports would not be so great if losing did not suck so much. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, The Chamber's first off the clock event is coming up. Did you know that? It's actually tonight. It's tonight. Yeah. Five to seven at the County Tower Ballroom. So. Great opportunity to network and uh, get back together with some people and check out that new space in the County Tower Ballroom.
0: Yeah, if you haven't been there, come on down, 5 to 7 p.m. And what's the deal? Chamber members are free or something?
1: Uh, Register online, I believe. I I can't tell you exactly what it is. Mm. Can't tell you exactly what it is.
0: And uh, in the same building, uh, Nevermore. uh, Nevermore Decor. Nevermore Decor is having a uh, Moscow Mule Hmm? event oh, fun. from 630 to 830 and you can register for that. Uh, both events you can register on our website jtv.tv. So a couple of things to do uh, later today before the storms arrive. Mm-hmm. Rain first, rain, then snow, then sleet, then ice. I'm not cool. looking forward to it. You want some scores? Uh, it was a busy night in high school sports, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, let's get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends. At extreme chrysler dodge jeep ram our live game last night we had columbia central and east jackson we had them live on jtv columbia central gets the w they won 54 to 47 lumen christie in a low scoring game they beat northwest 38 to 36 cole simpson had 13 for the Titans. Coldwater- Cold
0: Simpson, he just signed to go to uh, where? Uh, on signing day. Uh, Noah? Hillsdale? Okay. Cold. Hillsdale, Hillfield, Ethan yeah. Hillsdale, yes.
1: Football. Awesome. Uh, Coldwater, they defeated Western 58-52 in Hanover Horton beat Manchester girls basketball. Columbia Central took care of Clinton. It was Camden Frontier over Jackson Christian, Lenaway Christian over Michigan Center. In Northwest, they beat Lumen Christie 61 to 24. Was Springport 41, Homer 26. In Western, they beat Coldwater 54 to 28. On the girls' side, Jackson Falls 2, Tecumseh. Boys bowling. Up some boys bowling scores. Napoleon beat Manchester 28 to 2. Marshall beat Lumen Christi 27 to 3. That was at Marshall Lanes. Grass Lake over Manchester. And Northwest over Hastings on the boys side. Girls side, Napoleon, they uh, trashed Manchester. Marshall 22, Lumen Christie 8, Hastings 29, Northwest 1. And those are scores coming up on deck tonight. Boys basketball. Concord is playing on the road. Jackson is at Tecumseh, and Jackson Christian is at Camden Frontier. Of course, some girls basketball there as well. Wrestling. It's the, uh, the regionals. regionals. Yeah, the uh, team regionals. Division One at Portage Central. Jackson will uh, wrestle against Portage Central. In Division Two, Western has Mason, and that is 5 p.m., and that's at Lansing Waverly. Napoleon is... Uh, Wrestling against Williamston at Williamston and in Division 4 at Dansville, Hanover-Horton will wrestle Hudson. And Springport is in the Division 4 at Martin. And that's on deck tonight. Good luck to all our
0: area athletes competing. One more sports note. Guinness Book of World Records yesterday declared the world's tallest teenager is none other than Oliver Ryu. He's 15, guess how tall he is. Seven and seven. Seven foot, 5.33 inches. Wow. Is that his older sister? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's playing uh, basketball at the IMG Academy. in Oh, the
1: IMG Academy. Yeah, Brandon and I know the IMG Academy well. uh, It's a wonderful educational (laughs) uh, building. (laughs) Always reppin'. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, great, uh, actually the IMG is a great academy. It's if a basketball you are factory. And football, really. Like yeah. if you are elite, 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 it's a, it's a great, great place yeah. uh, for Not you Not a go. lot
0: of algebra, but a lot of basketball. Yeah,
1: for yeah. sure, so. The uh, Black Excellence Awards are coming up mm-hmm. and- uh, Saturday. Yes, on uh, Saturday. The second annual Black Excellence Community Awards Banquet and Gala, and that's hosted by Robert and Vet Wilkie. Saturday, February 19th at 6 p.m. And they're going to have a a special guest speaker. It's going to be a great, great event for the second annual Black Excellence Community Awards. I'm going to have to uh, find my tux. Yes,
0: it is formal. It's formal. It is formal,
1: yes. You don't have to wear a tux, but a very, very nice looking.
0: Did you get some shiny shoes when you had to go to the uh, symphony ball?
1: Uh, I wore some black shoes that I own. I I don't like shiny shoes.
0: Uh They're slippery in the winter.
1: They are slippery in the Mm -hmm. winter. So no, No, I just wore some regular uh, black shoes. I guess that'd be all right. Yeah, but a great event and uh, I think I believe we will have uh, photos from that event Mm -hmm. uh, on our website after after the event. So look forward
0: to that. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you by Vermulan Furniture on West Michigan Avenue. They have, in their third generation, as a family-owned and operated business, a great selection, taking pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable, brand-name furniture at affordable prices. There's Vermeulen furniture in your home. There's Vermeulen furniture in my home. Mm -hmm. And And you know,
1: interestingly enough, when folks say to me, hey, when's your dad going to retire? I always say, hey,
0: not till Lynn Vermeulen retires, right? (laughs) Right. That's
1: right. Not till Lynn retires. That's when you're going to retire. So... Um, yeah, check out Vermilion. they always have something great going on, and uh, again, f- great family-owned and operated business. Yeah.
0: Who's on the show today? Today,
1: we have Dr. A.J. Belays from Dentistry by Design, along with Deborah Kabitsky and Matthew Budd from the Health Department. Dr. Belays next.
3: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
0: Our first guest on the morning show today from Dentistry by Design, Dr. AJ Belase. Good morning, AJ. Morning, guys, how, how are you right? doing? Also a uh, part of the JTV team, our uh, hockey uh, yeah. commentator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Night job. <laughs>
4: Got to pay the bill somehow. You know? Yeah,
0: but you were, you were a great
1: hockey player and, and getting to kind of watch some of our locals play the last few years has been pretty cool oh, for it's you. It's been so much
4: fun. It's so much fun. What great, great hockey. I mean, it's just fun to see the youth out there and the development of the team and even Jackson United, how much they've grown in the past two three years right. under Matt Grimes. I mean, it's just awesome to see that that level of hockey
1: being played in Jackson, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's cool, it's a, it's a fun sport to watch and uh, the games are so intense. And believe it or not, we have a clip from oh, some geez. of your uh, from some of your call on uh, Friday night. Let's right. take a look.
2: Gets it back up to his own point, passes it over to his captain, Nitsky. Down low, along the half wall, that's gonna be Bishop into the slot, shot, one timer, score! Jackson United on the power play!
4: Great composure there by Jackson Ioniski, had that puck, he knew he had time, got it down low. They had a Jackson, Lumen, Christie guy fall right down at the blue line. They saw that opportunity, got that puck to the middle of the ice, got a shot and a rebound, and you're up one-nothing.
2: Face-off, one by, and a shot and a goal! Woman immediately ties it up off the stick of Jake King!
1: Those offensive zone face-offs
4: are so key because so much can happen so quickly off of those. Won the face-off, puck goes back to LaFierre. He gets a great low shot on net. Neo does everything he can, but the rebound comes right back out and they capitalize and put it right back in the net. Oh, essentially. Yep, brand new game again.
1: Just a few minutes into the contest here and these two teams.
5: Another shot and a goal for Jackson United! Back and forth we go!
4: All three goals tonight have been on rebounds. So important to get this puck to the net on these goals. They're solid. They're going to make that first save, but you've got to be there for the follow-up chances. And that's what both of these teams are doing. Sticks on the ice right out in front, making great plays, great rebound, and uh, great goal for Jackson United to get them back on top.
0: Nice. It turns out hockey is good for a dental practice. Always.
4: <laughs> Always. <laughs> it's a rough sport. You're going to get some teeth knocked out at some point in time
0: and i think you actually have there you have um patients that are on the ice as well. Yeah. Yeah, i
4: can't tell you that. No. No, no you can't no. can't tell us. Yeah, that. There are some laws
0: that yeah that that require
4: that laws. i cannot
0: say
6: that.
4: <laughs>
0: but yeah, a few out
4: there. A few yeah. out
0: there. So. uh some uh new new uh things uh to dentistry by design you uh, actually added a uh, uh another practice to the practice.
4: Yeah, a little bit of a division. Um what we've so my passion has always been sleep. You know, with my son, um, Luke, he's my oldest. He's 11 now. Um, at five years old, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea and that was kind of a new thing to me. What, what is this? And, and so I Google searched, tried to figure out as much as I could. I knew the term, but how can I help? And, wh- and what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to learn a little bit more about that and seeing in my research where dentistry can go and, and where the gateway's to the to the airway. We see it. All right. that, that mouth and the, and the tonsils, the back of the throat, that's what we get to see every day when we, when we see patients. So we're able to see that and screen and help people with sleep disordered breathing um, and, and issues, especially with sleep apnea. So it doesn't have to be sleep apnea, it can be snoring, it can be insomnia. We're trying to be really just helping people out and becoming healthier. Teeth grinding, that's yes. another thing right? yes. in our yep. sleep. And that's, it, sleep is so intimately related to pain. And so with sleep comes jaw pain and, and oral facial pain. So anything around the jaw and the face, we're, we're, we're the people that, that need to see that and, and help screen and, and help to treat. And so that's where we come from and, and that's, that's our goal, It's just to help, help the community out and work with the sleep physicians, the primary care physicians and everybody here in Jackson to, to create a, a good sleep team here that we're, we're helping people that are snoring or have sleep apnea that maybe not, they don't know or they're not compliant with their CPAP or they don't like their CPAP or any kind of PAP therapy. That's very difficult for everybody. And so we're, we're, we're a resource there, we can help. And uh, we just wanna be a, a good part of that team.
0: Yeah, I know people with the CPAP and they, they use it for a little while and it's just too much of a hassle.
4: Yeah, yeah, we know compliance with CPAP or any kind of PAP therapy is, pap therapy is about 50%. And um, that doesn't even include the people who won't get tested because they know they're gonna be recommended that machine. So it's probably lower than that, but we always recommend try it. I mean, that, that's a great therapy. It's, it's a good, good way to, to remedy the issue. We're just there for the people that, that don't like it or have other issues and, and want to just talk and discuss and, and be a part of that team to, to figure out how we
1: can help. Are, people, uh, are patients aware that uh, some of their oral hygiene can cause some sleep deficiencies? Or is a lot of this just new education to patients?
4: It's totally new education. I mean, they're they're not aware of, you know, when you have pain or you have clenching and grinding Mm -hmm. and you have different oral signs, whether it's a a tongue size or tonsils or a a low uvula, which is the little Mm -hmm. boxing ball that hangs down in your throat. Those are things that patients aren't aware of, of, of how much that can obstruct things. Um, so we're we're trying to educate and they have those discussions and, and just just help people.
0: Yeah, and it's actually uh, it's it's really it's a cutting edge uh, of the profession. Mm-hmm. Now the uh, dentists are getting into this uh, nationwide, and you're actually the first in our community that is focusing part of your practice on sleep dentistry.
4: Well you know I I try to stay ahead of the curve on on a few things and for me this was just a a huge passion. Um, To have my family immediately affected that's what prompted the whole thing Mm -hmm. and so um, that sent me down a rabbit hole and once you once you head down there you just got to learn it all Mm -hmm. and so for me it's just it's I know how many people I see in my practice every day that have this kind of an issue potentially and so we're trying to help and it's 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 a serious disease and it can it can cost a lot of other things. And so we're trying to alleviate those other issues,
1: comorbidities, mm-hmm. and try to make people healthier. Now, uh, you know, on the dental side, every time I come into the office, it feels like there's a, a new piece of equipment or mm-hmm. uh, just a new feature of something you guys are doing. And I know that's a passion of yours is always yeah. Uh, yeah. latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. What, uh, wh- what happens when you when you don't take advantage of all this new technology.
4: I tell you, you know, one of the newest things that we got in our office is the intraoral scanner. So instead yeah. of the putty, the goop in your mouth and taking impressions, oh. we're taking it with the scanner. So it's way more comfortable. And we're seeing the results that are completely different. The accuracy, the patient comfort is so much better. Oh my gosh. And so we're getting better yeah. products. We're getting better patient response. And acceptance, and that's what we want. We want people to get work done that that needs to be done, and prompt them to do it, um, and try to try to make things healthier for them.
1: Yeah, not not only uh, that, but you know, your staff, and, and there's a lot of longevity in in a lot of your staff, and. Every time I come in, you're greeted personally, genuinely, yeah. which is a rarity at uh, really anywhere nowadays. How mm-hmm. um, yeah. Have you guys been able to main that uh, culture that they probably started way, way back with Dr. Mantine?
4: Oh yeah, Dr. Mantine, Dr. Sleet are the predecessors here. <laughs> and um, it's, it's a boutique office. I mean, we, we, we try to continue that. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanna be there and, and be the people who greet you and know you by name and, and talk to you and get to know you we don't want to treat your teeth, we want to treat the person. Yeah. So that's what everything is in, in dentistry for, for us. And my dad being a dentist for 40 plus years, that's how I grew up, I lived in that office, I grew up, I worked, I, I did it all there. Yeah. And so it's, you get to know people. My mom would sit in the waiting room and talk to the patients and she was the Walmart reader, I used to kid with her. I'm like, mom you're the Walmart <laughs> reader, that's all you do. And she would sit and talk and she'd have 20 minute conversations and that just build relationships. Right. And that's what we want to do, we want people comfortable You got to know the people before you say, hey, open your mouth and and let me take a look. Mm -hmm. I just think that's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, your brother's also a dentist. Yes. yes.
0: And uh, we saw um, Fred Sleeth the other day. And he said, when you see AJ, would you mention to him that uh, Fred would really like his retirement dinner rescheduled? (laughs) Uh, It got canceled uh, with COVID. Yes, yes. I think it's on you.
4: Uh, it, it might be. Maybe a little <laughs> delayed, but
0: we'll, we'll have to figure something out. I can have them over in my house. <laughs> Dr. A.J. Belay is with us from Dentistry by Design and Jackson Sleep Solutions more with uh, Dr. Belay after this.
3: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, Please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show. We're with Dr. AJ Blaze from Dentistry by Design, and I want to ask you a question about uh, people's return trip to the dentist office. You have a lot of people that will go away to college, forget mm-hmm. the dentist. Mm-hmm. Then maybe they move on. Maybe they haven't gone to the dentist in 10 years. It's very common. Yeah. Um, assure people of, of what's going to happen when you come back to the dentist after a long, uh, a long absence.
4: Yeah, a long hiatus is always tough, right? Um, but we have a specific appointment for that we want to get you back in and get your teeth cleaned, but usually we have a, a health revisit exam. And basically it's just a, a re-examination where we get all the x-rays and we sit down and, and look over everything and kind of develop a plan after that. So it's, it's not a new patient exam because you're established in our office. Mm-hmm. It's just been a little bit of a hiatus and especially with COVID right. we're, we're having that more and more and we've seen COVID has created a lot of issues, especially dentally because habits have changed, anxiety, depression went mm-hmm. up, hygiene went down what people are eating, nutrition went down, um, snacking more, drinking more, energy Mm -hmm. drinks or alcohol, things like that, trying to cope. And so we're seeing the ramifications of that. So for people coming back after COVID, you know, trying to see what's safe and what's not, you know, it's a safe environment. We we know that we've proven it. Mm -hmm. Um, So come on back and we'll kind of get the ball rolling and just get, you know, it's not a judgment, you know, it's like a Planet Fitness, judgment-free zone. Yeah. We we don't (laughs) judge. We've seen worse. And so we're just trying to get people back and, and comfortable again.
1: Yeah, you've, you've always seen worse. Yes, always. always seen worse. Mm-hmm. My advice to folks is that uh, don't be afraid to go to an appointment because the appointment will end and yes. you will get to go home. Always. Mm-hmm. So that's always. my advice.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the longer people put it off, the more uh, hesitant they are to yes. come.
4: Yes. Well, it, the anxiety and, and the guilt. Patients feel guilt, right. and we know that. And, and it's tough, and I, and I tell patients all the time, especially patients who have a hard time getting treatment done. Um, they may be a gagger, or they need to swallow often, or they just can't open very wide. I tell patients all the time, you do not choose to be this way when you're in the chair. Okay? Right. Nobody comes to the dentist and says, I'm gonna be difficult today. I'm really <laughs> gonna make his job <laughs> yeah. hard. I know that. So we'll work with whatever, whatever happens, we'll work within that realm and make it comfortable and, and get the best product that we can.
1: Yeah. Those uh, impressions that I used to do with that putty, Oh, yeah, I probably I might have one of the top gag reflexes in your practice. <laughs> I'm so glad those are gone. Yeah, yeah, it's a good a good change. Yeah, very good. No change. No doubt.
0: It's uh, it's actually relaxing. I've I have actually dozed off a couple times. Yeah, yeah. you can do that.
4: Yeah, yep, yep. If if you can do that, then we're doing our job. <laughs> You're comfortable enough to fall asleep. You may have some sleep disordered breathing. We can talk about that with Jackson Sleep Solutions. But, yeah. Um, but then we're doing our job. You're comfortable, and, and that's a huge compliment to me. So.
0: Yeah, and I know that um, all during COVID, you had to change a lot of uh, your procedures and mm-hmm. how you keep your uh, patients and your teams safe. These, actually, I guess this is one of the side benefits of COVID. Yes. You've, you've made some uh, improvements, and going forward, they're going to just stay.
4: Yes, yes, we've noticed some of the benefits that you know every patient has a mouthwash when they come in, and that's just an antimicrobial, um, just disinfects the mouth before we get going, which is great. Um, and the biggest thing with my team that we've seen is the face shields. We wear a face mm-hmm. shield now. We, I mean, masks were always there. We, we as dentists, we always had masks and we never were without masks and we had the highest quality masks. Now we add that face shield to it and I tell you, you see the splatter on that thing and you, you can't imagine how we ever worked with it or without right. it. Um, and so now that's, that's going to be something I will never in my career work without. So I'm excited about that. Um, you know, we, we just we're more in tune. We're, we're more aware
1: of different things, and, and that's always a, a, a good thing. Yeah, you also offer uh, some cosmetic oh. uh, procedures. Uh, how about teeth whitening? Always, yeah,
4: yeah. So we have a custom tray um, bleach that you come in, and, and we can brighten your teeth. You know, a couple shades, and especially with our Forever Whitening Program, mm-hmm. it's ninety nine dollars. You keep your hygiene appointments. Come in every six months, three months, four months, whatever the hygienist recommends you get free bleach for the rest of your life. Yeah. So you can always touch up at any point in time. If you have a wedding anniversary, family reunion, anything like that, you can just come in and get a little,
0: get a little touch up. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have shiny shoes for a tux? I have to find some shiny shoes. Me? Are you going to the Black X dance awards?
1: I, I think I am. Yeah. Are you looking to borrow some shoes? (laughs) 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 And are you taking new patients? Always. Awesome. Yeah, yep. we always
4: always are uh, looking for new patients and, and growing and trying to help the community. It's all about you know touching as many people as we can and, and increasing the dental health um, education
0: and, and overall health education. So. Nice to see you, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you, thanks Sounds for having out. me guys, Good to see you. always fun. Dr. A.J. Uh more on the morning show with the team from the health department after this.
3: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.TV. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the Morning Show on JTV. With us now from Jackson County and the Jackson County Health Department, Deborah Kabitsky and Matthew Budd. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. So uh, I gotta assume that uh, it feels pretty good kind of heading into what we think is the wind down of the pandemic. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. It's
6: looking pretty good right now. I think there's a lot of reasons to be happy. We just hit a very large wave. Um, have come down pretty substantially. We haven't had this low of a case rate in several months. So that being said, I always have to have that person to say, you know, it's good to still take precautions. If you're in a large space with a lot of people,
1: please wear a mask,
6: please distance. And we don't know when that next variant can come, but right now things look pretty
1: good. Yeah, I think uh, the hope, I guess, for the general public is we get to that warm weather and and hopefully it kind of Things happen like they happen the last few <laughs> summers and it, it kind of goes away a little bit. Are, are you guys still seeing people uh, come in for vaccines or, or has everyone really it's slowed down okay. in the last two weeks? But uh, it,
6: early in January and mid January, we've had a lot of people come and get their first vaccine or their booster. Okay. So, you know, we see that with a, a rise in cases, people are like, well, am I up to date? And they'll right. come make sure that they are. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I think the uh, people that have uh, had acquaintances that had COVID, they saw that, uh, I don't think I want that. And if they were putting off the vaccine, but will we see a point that there is a declaration that the pandemic is over, how will it end?
6: I really have no <laughs> idea. <That's> a <laughs> question. Yeah, does anyone know the answer <laughs> to that one? That's a, that's yeah. a good one. I, I think it's a little scary to think about, but I think it's going to, we're going to realize it. we had the end after the fact. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah. but that being said, I know we'll be busy in the health department for yet, many years to come to help look at outbreaks and help give guidance on what to do next and when cases do arise.
0: Yeah, I think everyone knows that this ends, something else will start. It's only, it's just, it's biology. It's yeah. going to happen.
5: Absolutely.
0: But you've got a lot of other things that you have to deal with. And I think COVID has put a lot of that on the back burner, your ability to deliver a lot of services hampered by the pandemic.
6: It's been difficult, I think, for everyone, not just the Health Department, but the entire county, to speak yes. up. But there's <laughs> a lot of
5: good things happening, mm-hmm. and um, including at the Health Department. A lot of good programs going, a lot of good services out there and um, you're right, it has gotten lost in COVID. There's, you know, the talk has been so much COVID. Right. Um, we're trying to make a conscious effort of talking about good things and positive things that are happening so they don't get lost anymore.
1: Absolutely. You guys offer a, a ton of resources for the community. One is the Sexual Health Clinic. What, um, what type of uh, uh, people are you seeing? Why, why would someone go and visit uh, the sexual health clinic? Could it be for a consultation? Could it be for um, medical advice? Yeah, we we see a lot of different individuals
6: in county, out of county. Our sexual health clinics open to everyone um, of any orientation. We see a lot of people with questions um, about their sexual health Mm -hmm. and maybe about contraceptive use and, and Uh, We do have condoms and lube uh, available for people who uh, need it, and we also work uh, outreach in the community to help groups that might need it too. And, and of course, we work closely with our programs aimed at reducing teen pregnancy Mm -hmm. and promoting sexual health and wellness. Um, And we do a lot of partner therapies too. So if somebody does have a sexual uh, transmitted disease and STI, so sexually transmitted infections have risen during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We we're seeing more and more um, because people haven't really sought that care. So we do help reduce that spread and we do partner therapy too. If somebody's positive, we help figure out who else might be positive and who else had contact mm-hmm. with that individual.
0: So the pandemic has uh, been responsible for an increase. STIs?
6: There was, uh, we thought there might be a slight decrease the first couple of months, Mm. and then people realized, well, just one person I'm kind of seeing, and then another person I'm kind of seeing, so we have seen a bit of an increase in in, uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia throughout the state, Um, and syphilis has had a rise the last couple of years as well, so we're really trying to monitor those and uh, especially prevent things like congenital syphilis, so uh, when new infants are born with. Uh, these diseases, it can be really bad. So we like to do a lot of screening in pregnancy and things like that. Or we don't do that ourselves, but we encourage it, and we do some follow through with the providers. You get people to the right place Absolutely. and the right advice. That's, we try. That's what's important.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. With the uh, changes that uh, you made as the pandemic uh, rolled through, you had to do uh, some new things like tracking. And are are there any of the uh, procedures or or uh, different things that you've done during the pandemic? Are they going to stay with you? are you gonna be able to use them going forward with uh, other diseases or other uh, public health measures?
6: I think that this has brought a huge awareness of what communicable diseases are and what we do for it. We've been doing uh, case investigation and contact tracing for a long time. Anytime there's a foodborne illness in the community, we work with our environmental health and our communicable disease team to look at those organisms, say, okay, is this a bad bag of salad? Was this meal prepared wrong? Mm -hmm. And we also do that for things like tuberculosis and, and look, okay, this person had tuberculosis. Who were all those contacts and who do we need to reach out to? Um, so, but I think what this has done is shown other people in the health department and other people in the community what this work looks like and all that it entails. So I do think I hope going forward people can have a better understanding of um, what these processes are and why
1: they're important. Oh, uh Deborah, some some good things happening. Like we talked about the uh, the event space that the county boasts now yes. is absolutely amazing. There's an off the clock at the uh, county tower building. There's uh, It's hard to get an event booked over at (laughs) Keeley Park. Um, Just talk about those two uh, facilities and the amount of people that they bring into our county.
5: Yes, there's been some wonderful events, including the one tonight the chamber is hosting. Um, And it's amazing. They've had some wonderful events. Beer Fest is coming up at the American One Event Center. Um, The animal shelter has, I think it's called Bark and Brew, (coughs) excuse me, um, coming up. And um, it does, they sell, hundreds of tickets and, and it's bringing people into the community seeing our community the good things that are happening bringing people downtown for lunch or dinner um, so hopefully it's helping the small businesses and um, but yeah a lot of good things happening
1: yeah what are, what are the uh, what county employees when they see that space over at the tower building that maybe maybe they haven't been in the building in a while or you know maybe they were working from home because <coughs> what's the response been from from employees in the building?
5: Um, I haven't heard from employees regarding the second floor, but I have heard about the American One Event Center. We had um, a training for the health department actually back in the fall. And because the event center closed, excuse me, I'm sorry, it opened right after COVID hit, yeah, and then it closed quickly. Um, So we had to cancel a lot of events and um, right at the onset of COVID. um, So there weren't a lot of people that had seen it. And we did have an event um, with the health department, a training session in the fall and employees were amazed. Mm-hmm. They said we hadn't been here yet, and they were really excited for the space. Um, there's a lot of good spaces there. There's a small uh, um, uh, room, a conference room type facility. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the large event spaces. So, so flexible space for whatever your needs might be. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, a lot of good things happening. The employees were really appreciative to have that opportunity um, and positive feedback. What's going
0: to happen with the uh, old uh, event center, the rollatorium?
5: Um, we're still keeping that. Um, initially, there were plans to do some renovations to that as well, um, but then COVID hit, so we haven't had the opportunity to do that. Um, but we are still keeping it. There are some events that work better in that space than the new space. Um, so plans at this point are to keep it.
0: Is that the health department in the bathrooms in that building? Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, the, oh the old one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. been a while <laughs> it's been pre-pandemic <laughs> that's the pl- i think that's something you want to do in the future is mm-hmm. you know one thing people don't <laughs>
1: realize is the cost that goes in those public restrooms with multiple i mean Absolutely. it's very very expensive use the one at the uh, new center
2: walk, <laughs> across the par- <laughs> yeah,
1: walk across the parking lot that's right okay? yes yeah, they're beautiful bathrooms <laughs>
0: Uh, The case numbers, so we've talked about those COVID numbers coming down Uh, yesterday. We're in double digits uh, for the first time. We've been, you know, Mm -hmm. over 100 uh, for many weeks. Are we seeing um, the reports coming from people that are doing home testing? So those uh, self-tests, are they getting part of the report? a wonderful question. No, No. they're not. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think that that's
6: okay. I, I, I have to talk with staff and a lot of the community members that it does mean that the amount of cases we get reported to us, I anticipate uh, probably double to triple the amount of cases in the community, and, I, and I've assumed that for a long time, of yeah. course, because home tests have been available and people don't always get tests. Um, but what it does show still when we do those testing uh, at like Henry Ford Center for Family Health or in Urgent Care, we still get a good trend of what that positivity rate, what the cases are doing, and then also we have that hospitalized, uh, hospitalization data and the death data to track, and I think in the future in the pandemic, those are going to be the indicators we uh, evaluate and look at to say, okay, how is the spread of the disease doing in our community? Mm -hmm. How's the hospital looking? Um, For the at-home test, we do offer some guidance on our web page and the state has guidance. It helps people as individuals how to isolate. So staying away from others is still very important, especially those first five days, wearing a mask in the home, especially if you can't completely stay away from others, Um, but they don't get reported. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And I think that as there have been more tests available, the federal government Uh, I know providing many uh, Mm -hmm. more access to testing means what we saw way way at the beginning of the panel, the more (laughs) more tests, the more positive. Right. Uh. Yeah.
6: And we always look at that proportion too, especially when uh, Henry Ford looks at their cases. They're like, okay, well, if we have 200 a day. Um, and, and you know 20 are positive we, we can look at that proportion of numbers that we do and, and we look at that proportion growing or, or decreasing and right now of course it's decreasing which is great um, but you do bring up a good point about home tests so sometimes they're hard to find i do encourage people to go to um, covidtest.gov to get free tests from the federal government um, and then also the rockefeller foundation has five free test kits they can send to anyone with a four nine two zero one two or three zip code in our community too awesome
0: did you get yours in the mail yet?
1: I did get the, yes, yeah. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the Rockefeller ones. So. Now you've been getting them and passing them out to people, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> like Clark bars. Yeah, like Clark bars. <laughs> That's right. Pretty much. So, thank you guys for being with us today, and thanks for all you guys do for Jackson. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Matthew Budd and Deborah Kabitsky from Jackson County and the Jackson County Health Department. We'll be right back after this.
3: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.TV. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We've got a lot of gamblers in the audience, including... Right behind the camera. So I wanted to give some presidential election odds. Already? Already. Wow. Uh, current odds to win the 2024. Your favorite? I don't have a favorite. No, uh, the favorite, oh, oh, your is, favorite is Donald Trump. Favorite. Plus 300. Joe Biden plus 450. Now, Brandon, what does that mean? If you bet a $100 on Joe Biden at plus 450, what do you win?
6: 450.
1: 450. Okay, Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. is third at plus 650. Kamala Harris. Plus 750. All other odds are in the four-digit range. So, hmm. some early 2024
0: odds could um, be a repeat. Now
1: here, now here's here's the thing, Brandon. <laughs> if if President if Donald Trump runs, those odds are going to decrease, right? So get in on it now. And
0: that's true. Get in on it Maybe now, right? Because
1: if he's running against
0: If... If we already know, I, I'm pretty sure he's
1: running. Okay, so you look, I mean, okay, so now all of a sudden you got a 50-50 shot, right? <laughs> You've already just placed it. You ballot. got a fifty-fifty yeah. shot, right? So now, if for some reason it's President Trump versus President Biden, you put a hundred on each of them, you're here's still going to win.
0: Here's what you gamble on: Who would uh, Donald Trump's running mate be? Because I'm pretty sure Mike Pence. It's not going to be Mike Pence. It would be. Would it be
1: Mike Pence? It would be Ron DeSantis. I
0: think they had a falling out.
1: No, they're fine. Everything's fine. Mm. But anyways, just some interesting, uh, interesting gambling news there. <laughs> but hey, you can could, you could make some money. You can make some money.
0: Man. Well, uh, the Academy Awards will have a host this year. Last three years, there was no host. I can't name a movie. Uh, the, uh, three people. It's going to take three people to host the Academy Awards. Amy Schumer, uh, Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes. Well, who's Amy d-
1: Schumer? Is she the f- the one who's funny but steals other people's jokes?
0: Amy Schumer? She She's a funny one. But, but steals late, other people's jokes. Late night, late night funny. Yeah. Wanda Sykes. I don't like Amy Schumer. Wanda Sykes is very funny. She's very funny. I yeah. don't like
1: Amy Schumer if it's the um, same Amy Schumer. She's a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't like her. No. Don't like her.
0: She's Polaroids, Polaroid. Polaroid.
1: Polarizing. She's polarizing and the she... Last I can't say that on TV, Noah. And <laughs> she steals other comedians' material, which I do the same thing. So, so I do, do I. So. <laughs> Who's on the show... Tomorrow, we've got supply chain expert Nick Schaefer from Automated Logistics, so we'll find out what's backed up. So maybe your uh, household goods probably aren't showing up, and he'll tell us why. And then we'll have the Chamber Connection presented by Experience Jackson, and Mark Snyder will be with us from the Home Builders
0: Show. This afternoon, we'll talk about eSports at J High with Aaron Hunt, coach and teacher, students Christopher Day, Zachary Dunning, author Linda Haas, Ben Gilpin, and Julie Oliver from Western, Steve Trozen, and Bell, Cody from JSO, and Steve Tucker from the Michigan Theater. That's this afternoon. We'll see you then.